we've been worshiping God this morning. Lifting up songs of praise, adoration to Him. One thing I do every Sunday morning, I just evaluate my heart. Evaluate my motives, why I'm here this morning. And I want to ask you the same question I ask myself most Sunday mornings. Am I here because of the glory of God and for the glory of God? Or am I here for my own pleasure? And I just think in this moment, just as we're in this moment of worship, it's just a good time to evaluate our hearts. Are we here for the glory of God? To bring Him glory? Or are we here for our own pleasure? what I know is the Holy Spirit moves upon our lives and moves upon our church it's got to be for his glory when it's for our own pleasure we lose sight of the Spirit's leading and this is what I know about our church right now the Holy Spirit is moving upon our church like we've never experienced before We're hearing people just give words to our church like we've never seen before. But this is what I know. Unless we move for his glory and we continue worshiping for his glory and we live our lives for his glory, otherwise it will be all in vain. And so just in this moment this morning, we declare, God, we glorify you in this place. We do this for your glory. We do this for your honor. All that we do, it's for you, Jesus. Because you deserve it. We ask in your holy name. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats. Welcome to Generation Church this morning. It's good to see you on this uh, cold and windy Sunday morning. Uh, I don't know about you, but I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Uh, I love just the relaxation and the food and uh, then the craziness of Black Friday. It's just awesome. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a neat place uh, uh, to, to, to be. I just love, love Thanksgiving. And so I want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving uh, this, this week. Uh, but uh, before we go into the Thanksgiving uh, um, Season. I wanted to share with you just <clears throat> a few things that are happening at Generation Church. And uh, if you haven't heard already that uh, we're going to be vacating this building and the building next door and the building over the road at the end of the year. Um, and we've had lots of people ask us lots of questions. Uh, what's going on? What's happening and stuff. And so we wanted to give you an update this morning. Um, on that. Before we do that, I I, want to share just a quick story um, with you. When I was a a young boy, uh, my dad was a pastor, and he was a pastor at a place in a city called Worcester, beautiful city. If you've ever tried Worcestershire sauce, and that's how you say it, so not Worcestershire or whatever, Worcestershire sauce. that's, That's the city that Worcestershire sauce comes from, Worcester. And my dad was part of a church that, uh, this beautiful expression of faith, 
that uh, had grown from like 12 people to about 120 people. Um, and then my dad got a call one day from his, uh, his home church that was in a place called Newport in Wales. And the church that my dad grew up in, it was the pastor. He was uh, stepping down and he had asked my dad to come and be the pastor. And so my dad just felt this was where God was taking him, taking him home, taking him there. And so he transitioned out of the church at Worcester and transitioned into the church at Newport. So when we did that, uh, they were probably about an hour and a half from each other. Um, uh, we put a house on the market in Worcester and it sold immediately. Um, and amazing thing about that story is the people that we sold it to, uh, we, uh, they, they, they were police officers, they didn't know the Lord. And uh, my parents encountered them uh, about six years ago at a concert. Uh, all the people from that old church said, you've got to see who has come to faith in Jesus Christ. And it was their neighbors. And this is what they said. And this is nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but this came to my mind this morning encourage, to encourage you about environments and creating the right environment. And they said, as soon as we walked into the house, there was something unique about this house. And we felt God and we pursued God. And not only they came to faith in Jesus Christ, their whole household came to faith in Jesus Christ. And it was uh, an amazing thing. Anyway, so. We moved to Newport, sold the house. We did not have another house in Newport. And so we were looking and we couldn't find anything. So my dad went and stayed with some people from the church while we had some friends who had a trailer, right? A trailer on the coast of Wales, on the west coast of Wales. It's cold, but it's beautiful. So my mother, my sister, and myself... My brother wasn't born at this time. My mother, my sister, and myself went and lived in the trailer for six weeks while my dad was, uh, was, was doing his thing in Newport until we finally found a house. And when we found a house, we all went back. And this is what I remember about those six weeks in the trailer. My mom hated it. <laughs> my sister and myself loved it. <laughs> we were right by the ocean. We got to see dolphins. We got to go and pick mussels and eat mussels. We got to go to the beach every day. It was awesome. But my mom hated it because she was separated from my dad. And, uh, and it was a trailer, you know? It wasn't a house. And so after six weeks of her being uncomfortable, my sister and myself loving it because we were by the beach every day, we were reunited and we had this beautiful house in, in Newport that we went to. And the reason I want to tell you that story this morning is because in January and February of this year, and maybe into March, it's going to feel like we're moving into a trailer. But it's temporary. And so we've got... We believe where God has taken us, God has got great things. Got a greater, much grander plan than whatever we see right now. But for a couple of months, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. And some of you are going to think it's awesome. And some of you are going to say, this sucks. And the reason is, is because when you move out of your comfort zone and you move into a temporary setup, it's very unsure, very unsettling. But this is what we're going to have to do. So what we're going to do in, uh, in January and February, we're going to kind of split our services up into two, into two different things. The first one we're going to do is uh, we're, we're going to have what we call smaller expressions of generation. And, this is, and, and like I said, this is temporary. This is 
kind of this trap, this trailer. We're living in a trailer for a few moments while uh, God sorts out the rest of the details. And so we're going to have some smaller expressions and maybe two, maybe three, something like that um, on, on one Sunday. Uh, and then on the other Sunday, we're going to come together probably in like a rented facility and we're going to have a larger worship expression. Uh, and so what we're going to do in those smaller gatherings is uh, we're, we're looking at some clubhouses, some community centers. And so if you in your neighborhood have a clubhouse, if you have a community center, we would love to hear from it because we would love to rent it for that Sunday. And so that we can have a smaller gathering. It's going to be much more of a family gathering. Uh, maybe there's some food involved. There's going to be worship. There'll be prayer. Uh, there'll be some teaching, uh, but we're, we're making it more family-centric so that, uh, so because as you know, going into smaller gatherings, kids become an issue. And so uh, uh, if you've ever had lots of kids in your house, then you know it's crazy. And so if you're in a smaller space, then it's harder to deal with kids. So we're going to have more of a family expression um, of that. And then on the other Sundays, we're going to have what, a more of a, uh, a larger worship um, setting. Uh, and, and so that's kind of what we're going to be doing for, uh, uh, for January and February and maybe into March, just depending uh, what's, uh, what's going to happen. Uh, and, and, and so what we're going to do, we're, that, that, that those small expressions, uh, is not we're splitting the church at all. We'll just have some people in one, one location, some in others, uh, but we'll make sure it's an amazing experience for you. And like I said, some of you will love that. And some of you are like, why do we have to leave that? Why, do, why can't we stay at the trailer all the time? Uh, but, uh, but then on the other Sundays, uh, I, I'm believing God's going to do an amazing thing in, in, in a more extended worship um, uh, setting that, that we're going to have. And so this is what I kind of want you guys to do this morning. Um, as I've shared that with you, just to give you some kind of dates of what we're looking at. So we've only got a few more Sundays here in these buildings. So on the 22nd of December, uh, we did this one once before and I swore I would never do it again. But you know what? We're going to do it again. It's our last Sunday. And so we're going to have a, uh, a Christmas service here on the 22nd on that Sunday morning. And it's going to be a family Christmas service. And we're going to invite the kids into here. So for those of you who like peace and quiet and stuff, I'm um, sorry. The kids are going to be here. But I love kids. Uh, I, I love it when I hear a kid cry in service and stuff. Do you know why? Because it speaks of life. It speaks of generation. It speaks of uh, that we are in, in, in putting into them just uh, a, a, a way of life that is the Christ way of life. And I love that. Uh, and, and so on the 22nd, we're going to have this bigger gathering. And so we'll just see how that goes um, on there. And then, uh, as is the tradition here at Generation Church, the last Sunday of the year, which would be the 29th this year, we don't have service. It's a, it's a Sunday that we give back to all our leaders. We give back to all our partners, everyone who uh, helps make Generation Church what, what it is each year. And so that's a tradition that we are continuing and, we're, and, we're, and we, we want to continue. So we're not having any service on the 29th, which is our tradition. And then on January 5th, uh, we are going to ask you to come back to this building here on January 5th and help us move. And so this is the, the uh, kind of thing. So uh, I don't know if you've ever moved house, but it's a pain and no one likes to move house. And we don't want to have to move all this stuff out of here. But what we're going to do on January 5th, we will have stuff for kids so that you can actually come and say, well, I got kids. I can't come. They'll be all over the place. We'll have stuff for kids. But come and help 
as, uh, as we come together, we'll pray and then we will say goodbye to this building. Um, and, and I think it's important in spiritual life, not just to celebrate the new, but also to mourn the old. I think it's good to have funerals. I think it's good to say goodbye, to grieve the old. And that's what we will do on January 5th. And then on January 12th and January 26th, we'll have some smaller expressions of generation in a few parts of the county. Um, and then on January 19th, we'll have uh, a larger gathering. And then by then, who knows? Who knows? We may have everything figured out, everything planned out um, on that. But that's going to be the plan for January and probably into February. And, uh, and, and, and I'm not going to say end February. It could go into March. I, I don't know. I really don't know um, on that. But this is what I know, is as I've said that to you this morning, as I've said it, I have so many fears. I have so many questions. I have so many suggestions. And what I know about my fears is this, is that fear is the absence of faith. And, and, and when I hear people say, well, I've got this concern and I've got this fear in life, I, I hear it in my workplace, well, I've got this, this fear and this. It's the absence of faith. And we are a community of faith. And if we are a community of faith, we have to believe that God has greater things for us. And what we have now is nothing compared to where God has taken us. And that is faith. See, we could be a religious organization, and we don't need faith to be a religious organization. But we've never called ourselves a religious organization. We've called, always called ourselves a community of faith. And so I'm asking you as a church to come alongside us and have faith in this moment. And have faith in January and have faith in February, believing that God is going to do an amazing thing. So what you've got on your chairs, you've got a little index card like this with those golf pencils we always hand out. And I'm going to ask you three questions, and I want you to write on these cards uh, if any of these apply to you and what they are. If you want to put your name on it, you can put your name on it. Because I would love to have that conversation personally with you. But if you don't, then that's fine at all. So next week, what we'll have, uh, a part of our, our, our talk and our sermon next week, uh, I'm going to be up here with Raquel, and we'll just talk through some things. And a lot of it, what you will put on these cards. So I, I would love for you to put stuff on these cards today. And these are the three questions that I want to pose to you. As you hear about the future of generation and where we're going and what we're doing, and, or, you know, or, or maybe the lack of even knowing what we're doing, what are your fears? What are your fears? And so if you have any fears today, that's fine. I have fears too. Just write it on the card and write those fears. Maybe you don't have fears, but you have questions. I have lots of questions. I think I could sit here all day with the questions I've had. Our leaders have a gazillion questions. I hear about them every single week. What are your questions? So what are your fears? What are your questions? But then the third thing that I want us to write down because in the Old Testament, there was a guy called Moses. Moses went to the mountain. Moses heard from the Lord. And he came down and he says, let's say it's the Lord. This is what we're doing. And everyone didn't understand, but Moses heard from God. But when you get to the New Testament, the New Testament is very different. 
You don't see a guy going up to the mountain and hearing the voice of God and coming down and telling everyone else, this is what God says. What you see, you see a community where the Spirit speaks to the community. God is speaking not just to the Peters and the, John, and the Johns and the, and, and the Pauls, but he's speaking to the, everybody in the community. And so the final question I, I would love if you have any is, what are your suggestions? What are your suggestions? What are your suggestions? So what are your fears? What are your questions? What are your suggestions? And once you finish, you can leave it on the chair there and we'll pick it up after service. And like I said, if you want to put your name on it, you can put your name. I would love to, you know, talk with you individually uh, about it because we're a family, you know. There's nothing to hide, you know. It's, it's, we're, we're, we, want, we want to talk through this stuff because there's stuff that we haven't thought of that you've thought of. There, there, there's, there's fears that we haven't even considered that you have. There's questions that haven't ever been asked until you ask that question. So we need to hear from you in that. And then starting next week, this, we got after today, we've got four more Sundays here at Generation. After, starting next week, this is another thing I'm going to ask you as well, is we can have our thoughts and we can have our fears, we can have our questions, we can have our suggestions. But the most important thing in this whole thing is that we hear from God. And as a leadership team, we've prayed and we've felt what God has said, but we want to hear what God is saying to you as well. And, and, and prayer is one of the most important things a church can do. And so what we're going to do, starting next Sunday at 9.30, from 9.30 to like 9.55, we're going to have a time of prayer each Sunday until we leave this building here at Generation. And so if you could come and make it and just come and just pray with us, uh, we would love that. Uh, one of the things I love to do, I love to write down what God is saying. And so we'll have a little flip chart here and that you can come up during it. And if you feel God is saying something, you can just write it on there, what you feel God is saying. But I would love for you, where, if you're in town next week or the, the week after and into December, then just come and join us just for a small time of prayer. Even if it's just five minutes you can do or ten minutes you can do, then just come and join us for that small time of prayer. Because it's important that as a church moves together, the church prays together as well. And, and this is what I, I, I want to say to you just as, as, as a pastor. This is the first time in my life I've, I've made a decision or had to be in, in a process like this that has involved so many people. I, I've done it so many times with myself and my family, and, and I've come out without any fears because I know God's got it, and God has got it every time. But... This is the first time I've had to do it with other people as well. And so I want to be sensitive to you and sensitive to what God is saying to you and, 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 and the things that you are thinking of and the suggestions that you have uh, as well. Because as a community of faith, we're not a religious organization just trying to be the biggest, the baddest, baddest religious organization out there. We are a community of faith. And that means that Everyone is a vital part of this community. And so that's kind of what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. If you want to come and talk to me after service, come talk to me. And, uh, you know, I would love to chat with you uh, about it. We haven't got it all figured out, but I know someone who does. And that's God. 
And as long as we listen to the Spirit, and as long as we quiet ourselves to listen to the Spirit, He will lead us. And this is what I can guarantee. When you follow the Spirit, life is so much better than when you block out the Spirit. It's more frightful. It's more adventurous. But it is so much better when you follow the Spirit. So this is what we're going to do this morning. We're going to have one more worship song. And as we sing in worship, we're going to come as a church and we're going to take communion together. And we're going to come and share in the Lord's table. The Lord's table is a table of community. It's a table of remembrance. It's a table of reconciliation. It's also a table of unity. And so... During this worship song that we're going to sing in a moment, if you want to come to the front on either side and just come and take of the the bread and the wine together to say, you know what, this is actually for God's glory because it's all for his glory. But before we do that, each week we pray for a church, whether it's a church in our Ecclesia network or a church, uh, a local church. Well, this morning we're going to pray for a local church. And I think you're pretty familiar with this church this morning that we're going to pray for. We're going to pray for Generation Church this morning. So why don't you stand to your feet and if you want to just lift your hands as an act of surrender to God, then do that. But Father God, we come before you this morning. And we thank you for your faithfulness, O Lord. Each and every day, God, you are so faithful. You are so great. Your mercies are new every morning. And so, God, we thank you, Lord, that you do not leave us, you don't forsake us. God, we thank you that you surprise us. Lord, that sometimes you lead us not down a broad path, but down a narrow path. And it can seem dark, and it can seem lonely, God, and it can seem scary. But this is what we know. But with you by our side, Lord, we don't have to fear anything. God, we thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd. We shall not want, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you that you give us rest and you give us understanding. God, we thank you this morning that you lead beside us as we walk through the shadow of the valley of death. God, we thank you that you prepare a table before us, even in the presence of our enemies. And this morning, God, we thank you that your rod and your staff is there to protect us and guide us. God, we thank you that you are the great Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides for us. And this morning, God, as a church, we stand before you, Lord, and we just come before you and we say, Lord, our life is in your hands. The the life of this church is in your hands. And so, God, as we move forward, Lord, even if it means going into a trailer for six months, uh, six weeks, God, Lord, we pray that you will be with us, that you will guide us, that you will lead us, Lord Jesus, that you will speak to us. Holy Spirit, speak to us as a church and lead us. God, give us wisdom. Give us understanding, Lord. 
And most of all, Father, we pray that the very presence of Jesus, the very power of the Holy Spirit will be poured upon our community of faith here at Generation. Lord, that we will not just experience an overflow of your Spirit, but our friends, that our neighbours, our co-workers, God, our family members, Lord, the people, Lord Jesus, that we go to school with, the people that we interact every day will experience the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So, Father, we lift up Generation Church before you today and we say, Lord, this is your church. Guide us. Lead us. Lead us on, we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's worship him and take communion together.